Hey everyone, welcome to JoJo's World. Giorno Giovanna, mon ami. I see you're doing this again. Well, I mean, you know, it's a good way to introduce the show, right? No. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I'm Liam Smith, one of your co-hosts. And I'm Nick Valentine, the other one of the co-hosts. This is our JoJo's Bizarre Adventure recap and discussion podcast, where today we watch the fourth episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Vento Oreo, uh, entitled Joining the Gang. Which covers chapters 451 through 455 of the manga. It was weird. It was good. I I liked it. I mean, yeah, but it was just weird. Like Pretty standard JoJo stuff, I'd say. But, like, people are dying by the protagonist's hand? This is... A newer, darker protagonist for the 21st century. What will he do? Who can control him? No one. Let's find out. (laughs) Here on JoJo's World, your number one source of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. From me, Liam S. Smith. And and me, question mark? My name is question mark now. That's where we're going with Hi, this. Hi, I'm question mark. I'm the one who asks all the questions. I have two first names, but don't be alarmed. Uh, Liam, this episode has been brought to you and the Institute of Reading Out Patrons by Shiro2809. Shiro2809. The twenty, the two thousand eight hundred and first experiment in the Shiro line. Uh, okay, sure. Why not the other seven? Because I got the numbers <laughs> wrong. It's Shiro twenty eight oh nine. Buy now, and you too can have a full Shiro. That's Shiro twenty eight oh nine. Anime characters named Shiro have white hair because I think that means white or something. What Shiro? Yeah, but then. Have we ever met anyone named Shiro in our lives? I haven't. Hmm. We need to try harder to meet someone named Shiro. We really don't. I mean, I feel like we do. Nick, have you heard? Have I heard what? A voice actor for Judgment, aka Judge Eyes, did cocaine. <laughs> They're basically like scrapping the whole project. Are you serious? They've like stopped it on sale and taken it off the Sega website. What? No. Okay, hang on. Hold up. Thank you, Shiro2889. Uh, what? Hang on. Okay. Go back a second. Judgment. Or Judge Eyes. The um, upcoming private investigator game taking place in the Yakuza franchise. Yakuza, of course, being one of our three primary intertextual references. Is just not happening anymore? Pierre Taki was arrested on suspicion of cocaine use. uh, And per this Polygon article, uh, Sega is suspending sales of Judgment. The game has been pulled from digital stores and Sega has halted its shipments of the physical version of Judgment, known as Judge Eyes in Japan. Like, is it really? Japan has really intense drug laws, apparently. But it's about, like, perception. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. But, like, surely it was coming out this year, wasn't it? It's it's out there. I mean, yeah, true, it is out there. But really? That, that level of, like, no, we can't have anyone doing drugs in our games. Really? Apparently. Wow, that's intense. That would never happen in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, though. No one would ever do cocaine. No one would ever do drugs in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 5, Vento Oreo. Especially not the kids who are doing drugs on the streets. We have to stop them. Because the bad mobsters are selling them to them. But the good mobsters are like, I don't like those drugs. Yeah, they're like the Yakuza, See, it right? All, it all comes full circle. <laughs> oh, man. God, it's just such a strange circumstance to be in, isn't it? Where, like... You have the good mobsters and the bad mobsters, but they're the same mobsters. Like, it's just weird. Yeah. Yeah. More on that in weeks to come, I assure you. Yeah. So, Nick, 
Yes. Joining the gang. Yes. What did you think? Uh, it was a slow episode. You think so? I thought so. There was thought... there was battle. Yeah. There was a premeditated murder. There was a premeditated <laughs> murder. That is true. That was a twist and a half. I was like, Koichi was in it. I mean, he was in it and a half. Holy shit. I am so pleased that Koichi is back. I am really glad. There's one bit in the episode in particular. Koichi has like a little moment in the corner down there that I want in every single episode. When like anything good or bad, ha- I can see that you're struggling to maintain. No, I just don't really know what you're talking about. You know the little circle down. <laughs> I think in the I corner? must have missed this when I was taking notes. Like there's like down in the bottom left hand corner, mm-hmm. there's like a little circle that opens up, and Koichi's in it going, "Oh my god, he did this thing!" Right. You want the Koichi audio visual commentary? Yes, the picture in picture Koichi moment where he's like, oh, "Did you know that this thing is happening right now?" He's and also, he did this thing. He's also doing Auslan interpretation. He's just sitting there being like, hey guys. Which is a weird thing to do in a subtitled media. Yeah. But he'll just be like, hey guys, so um, I'll be doing Auslan and this guy will be doing a different kind of like his sign stand, language. Yeah. His stand will be doing a different sign language at the same time. Whoa. I know. Incredible. And also the subtitles are there. <laughs> Joining the gang. Yes. Is our first, mm, second, I suppose. Hmm. How do I want to slice this? It's the fourth episode of JoJo's ah. Bizarre Adventure, Vento Oreo, in English known as Oreo Vents. Uh, it is the first stand battle of part five that doesn't uh, result in a friendship. Oh, okay. I mean, that's fair. Are you implying that perhaps there are more stand battles that will not end in friendships? Well, most of them don't, oh, as okay. I'm sure you remember. <laughs> Except, I, I suppose, in part four. In part four, a lot of them ended in friendship. Yeah. In, but in part three and in part five, a lot of them don't. Oh, okay, good. A lot of them end with implied and probable, but never made explicit, murder. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I turned this guy's lungs into trees. It's like, Does that kill him? No one knows. I punched this guy so hard he flew through a clock tower and then I said, here's your receipt. <laughs> I want stop time so hard. That this guy basically died. It's like, how do you stop time? It doesn't matter anymore, alright? We're way past that. I killed a rat. You killed a rat? So, we open when, last week, the stand that we are never named in the episode, but know to be called Black Sabbath. Hell uh, yeah. Stabs an old man with an arrow that comes out of its mouth. Not just any arrow, though. A special magical stand arrow. And not just any old man. It's Mario. He's like a janitor. Mario! They killed Mario, Liam. Do you want to stick with the lighter lit again? Uh, his clothes are green and his hair is blue. He's all like, shit, that guy's coming at me. Yep, that guy's coming at him. He steps back into the, sh- the shadows of the stairway banister, which we see ripple like a pond surface for a mere moment. The thing rushes at him, grabs him by the shadow, pulls his soul out, which looks like a weird sort of clay. It's like, you know, the scream? It's like that without the face at first. Mm, and sure. then it sort of contorts into... A Babadook. <laughs> which then causes a great deal of pain to our shadowy friend. Although in the long term, not in the short ah, term, I'm just saying. And then it re- resolves itself into gold experience. Cut to the opening. Fighting gold! Thank you to the Twitter user who pointed out that the uh, this quote-unquote statue that we see at the start of the... Uh, of the opening is in fact a uh, 
rendering of a uh, popular image of Giorno. Ah, it all makes sense now because he's the main character. Oh! Yeah. And chains. I still want to know what the chains are all about, though. Because they're everywhere. We know about the chains. They're basic symbolism. I mean... More on that later. (laughs) Just... Nick, we know about the chains. What are they? More about it when it actually happens. Like, consider how, like, Giorno was bound by... By... The bloodline. No, well, yes, but also... (laughs) Uh, about the, the fate of by like the strictures of society that he was he was mm, stuck in uh, when his dad was beating him and those boys were being mean to him. But mm. then a mobster came and taught him to break those chains mm. and work without work outside of society's uh, heteronormative links. links. I mean, he got a lot more fab. So, <laughs> <laughs> if there's one thing we've learned, it's that if you want to be a good gang star, you got to get more fab. And what did he do? He, he got way more Really fun. upped his game. He really fucking did. After the OP, uh, we close up on Black Sabbath's big Muppet mouth as it widens open and the arrow comes out. Arrow, I noticed, covered in spit or some Yeah. Fluid. I don't know how to feel about What's that. What's going on in there, Black Sabbath? Is he just licking? Does he have a tongue? Because he does a beak. He can speak. He can speak, but... And then Qui-Gon's like, just because you can, have, you can speak does not mean you have a tongue. Oh. That's sick burns. Uh, Black Six Sabbath times. is a uh, English rock band formed in Birmingham in 1968 by uh, guitarist and main songwriter Tony, Tony Iommi. Yeah, he's a good lad. He lost his fingers. How? So he worked... I'm going to let you take the lead on this oh, one. Oh, sure. So Tony was uh, a steel mill worker and he wanted to start up Black Sabbath because he really liked, you know, guitar. But one day when he was in the steel mill... I think it was like two or three of his fingers got caught in a cutter Ah. or something like that. And they just got cut off. And so he was like, shit, I'm never going to be able to play guitar again. But no. But he did. He did play guitar again. Like that one drummer. Yes, exactly like that one drummer. Um, So he's got like little rubber fingers now. Ah, rubber, rubby fingies. Yes. Oh, no. So he's got these rubby fingies hi i'm rubby fingies welcome to my ted talk on overcoming physical adversity if you lose all of your rubby fingies don't fret you can always just make more like tony iomi with which you can use to finger frets that i almost thought that was going to go somewhere completely different but, but good. it didn't but good so okay. moving on so um he's got little rubber fingers uh the lead singer of black sabbath is one Mr. Ozzy Osbourne, who was the lead singer for a while. And then, guess who's the lead singer of Black Sabbath now? Buckethead. No, you're thinking Guns N' Roses. Uh, actually, no, he's not anymore, because he's dead. Uh, Dio became the lead singer of Black Sabbath for a while. Ronnie James Dio. Yeah. Or Dio Brando. Well, both. <laughs> there was that weird middle ground where, like, at any live show, do we get the singer or killed? By a, a sexy vampire. A sexy vampire. Do we get flesh budded or deode? That is the question. So then, yeah, Ozzy Osbourne comes back later and he's all like, This is my fucking band. Oi, mates. Oh, I'm just over here wanting my band back. I'm gonna take over my band, eh? Gonna eat this bat. Just a big, delicious bag of bats here. Hey. I, 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 I eat them like a snake. It's me, Ozzy Osbourne. I, I still can't believe he didn't realise it was Subscribe not a real bat. to my reality show. <laughs> Keeping up with the Osbournes. I'm taking up Twitch streaming. I'm going to play some Apex Legends. Oh, God. We're really dating this episode <laughs> now. 
and uh, I'm really looking forward to the release of Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Would you actually watch Ozzy Osbourne no. playing video games? No. Are you sure? I might watch Alice Cooper play video games. <laughs> Just him being like, wow, this, this guy's a piece of shit. He's actually very well spoken. Yes, which... uh, I believe it was the Navajo. <laughs> 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 you, know, you know, Wayne's World. Yeah, Wayne's World. When they... Who else did they meet in that scene? In- it was like Alice Cooper comes in. He's like, guys, guys, let's all settle down. We're all correct. Yep. And then he has that long exposition about local naked Native Indian tribes. Yeah. And you're just like, Native oh. American, rather. He's like, wow, radical. Anyway. Anyway, he owns restaurants. He plays golf. Um, he owns restaurants? So, Black Sabbath have some songs. Yes, they do. Like, Paranoid. Or, Iron Man. Ah. Or... Black Sabbath. The theme to Iron Man. Yes. The, the love theme from Iron Man. <laughs> oh, Pepper, you've been by my side every day. Achoo. Dun, 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 etc. I thought it was da, 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 da. What? Isn't that how that goes? What? Dun, dun, da, da, da. Yeah. No. So Black Sabbath. Or am I thinking of the, I think, I'm thinking of the theme of the old Iron Man cartoon. <laughs> so anyway. Black Sabbath. Jojo Velik. I'm just grabbing the wheel. Here we go. Here we go. Come on. Right along. Black Sabbath. Jojo Velik commentary. Yes. Can I get just like some soft piano? Black Sabbath. Jojo Velik commentary by Hirohiku Araki. Nick, you didn't give me any soft piano. No, I thought you were going to add that in in like the edit. Please. Oh, okay. (laughs) Dun, 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 dun. Blin, blin. Great. (laughs) That's what soft piano blin, sounds blin. like. Blin, blin. Blin, blin, everyone. <laughs> if you're feeling down in the dumps, have a bit of blin, blin. He writes, Venetian carnival dress, like something out of Casanova? That, combined with the image of a god of death, it has a wide-brimmed hat and collar because it's wearing medieval Italian clothing. That was a roller coaster of inspirations. So Venetian... What dress? Carnival dress. Venetian carnival dress. You know, like dress. the carnival in Venice where you'd wear the masks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And a wide-brimmed hat mm. and a collar. Because it's wearing Italian medieval clothing. Ah. How Italian? And medieval. <laughs> I'm surprised that he would have looked that far back for inspiration. I noticed in a close-up on its uh, hands in one scene today mm. that it has iconography of what's either like a spade suit or the arrow on it. So quite, a, quite, quite fortunate that one of its sub-powers is to stick the arrow down its gob <laughs> and then stab people with it. It's very subtle. Very subtle imagery, mm, yeah. but it's there. So, the start of the episode, <laughs> after the opening, Jono's stand has been grabbed by Black Sabbath and is like, I'm going to stab you with the arrow. Blah, blah. And Jono's all like, oh no. But what happens if my stand is stabbed? So, this is actually really fucking cool. Because, like, he goes to grab the arrow. By the blade. By the blade. Inadvisable. Which... There's the entire rest look, of the arrow look, there. he's what? Like, 15, yep, 16 years 15 old? 15 years yeah, he's old. he's got a lot to learn about arrows, okay? You have to take it easy on him. Uh, he grabs it and there's, like, a big puff of pain steam seeping out between his hands. And there's, like, those cool glowy cut lines coming out of him. He's yeah, out, like, out of his actual proper hand, too. Yeah. And Jorno's like, oh, this hurts, but I gotta do it. I gotta do this really cool thing right now. And then he strikes a squat and starts glowing. <laughs> Just, I love that 90% of the conflict in this episode is resolved by, whoa, hold up. Let me just get into this pose. Yeah. Uh, he's all, Polpo's garbage. He talks like about trust and stuff, but he just killed that old man. So I've got to punch him like this. Uh, he mutters uh, Black Sabbath. 
Muda, muda, please. Uh, and he's all, your senses will go berserk. Uh, and he slowly falls down the stairs into the darkness because he splits open a... Um, yep, you heard me. He splits open <laughs> he that, splits. that bucket of water. Yeah. Uh, which splits. Spla- splits over him. <laughs> and like... he vanishes. Like so many tears in the rain. <laughs> Ooh, good ref. Good ref. So, Jonah is... Wait, is it Jonah or Jono? Jono. Jono. How am I going to remember Jono instead of Jono? Like Jojo. Oh, okay. I can try that. Yeah, sure. So Jojo... No, it's not going to work. You could just call him Jojo. Yeah, sure. I'll call him Jojo. So Jojo, the prime Jojo at this point in time, is all like, haha, he... What? He's gone. Yeah. But that doesn't make any sense. So Jono's standing around being like, where's he gone? Where's he gone? And Black Sabbath slowly comes out of the shadow of the banister and just slowly reaches out. And I like the way they reveal this because we don't see him grab his soul and do that whole thing again. Mm. Instead, we just see like a, a prick of blood start to appear on Jono's neck and he turns around and, oh, God experience has been gone again. <laughs> and it's like way closer than before. Yeah. The arrow like right there. And you're like, oh. Gasp. His movements are slower because of my powers, but now he's just as strong and he has me. How will I escape this? The main character, Jojo. How does he escape this? Um, I forgot. The sun, <laughs> like, crests over the building and Black Sabbath disappears. He gets lucky. The sun, you say? Mm. How interesting a weakness. How interesting that the noonday sun should save him in this moment when it should go to being sunset mere moments from now. <laughs> See, this is what I was saying before. When we were watching the episode, I was like, has... Has the sun not just been there the whole time? And you were like, no, it crested over. I was it like, did, it crested over surprisingly fast. Mm. I just thought like it was midday last episode and we were in the sun not more than like a minute ago. Well, actually, we know it was at least past 3pm because that was when the test started. Yeah, true. But that's still pretty mm. fucking early in the day. Unless the sun set is like really different Un- yeah unless it's Italy yeah. is north enough that they have like six months of, of day and six months of night that's probably the case right nick italy's a weird place i wouldn't put it past it liam it is shaped like a football man kicking a thing yep big boot italy kicked a little sicily yeah. Jordan gets dropped off the banister as it vanishes and then koichi like kramer slides into frame and is like Giorno Giovanna, what did you do that old that old man? You got I me milk? S- I saw you talk, what? That Kramer. Oh, sure, yeah. You looked so offended just now. I was now. just like, what? I was just so <laughs> perplexed by that thing you said. But of course, it was Kramer's classic cratch phrase, <laughs> you got any milk. Yeah, Crowd goes wild. He'd just come and be like, hey, you got a thing in the fridge? And I'd be like, whoa, that's new comedy. That's how that worked back in the day in the 90s. And then the mean lady, Elaine, would be like, get out and shove him. Shut up. Bam. Seinfeld. We're not here to talk about it and let's stop. That's true. <laughs> Koichi's there. What did you do to him, Giorno Giovanna? And Giorno's like, I didn't do anything to him. I know what it looks like, but I definitely didn't kill him. The stand did it. No, you did it. I saw everything from the grass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so pleased you're making that joke. Um, John knows all, but does that mean you saw the lighter being relit? Of course I did. I saw it from the window where I was watching you kill that old man. But that means it's after you too, Koichi. Black Sabbath comes out and grabs him. 
He's all like, there's only two options, you little shit. Yep, he says, it's all he'll ever say. Ooh. Oh. Um, Gull experience helps Koichi, grabs that arrow ahead again. <laughs> and he's all like, man, this blade is really sharp. If only there was some other part of the arrow I could touch. And he hatches his cunning scheme to drag Black Sabbath into the sunlight. Quite ironic that... He should be trying to defeat an opponent by exposing them to the sun, despite his own vampiric roots. Ah, that is ironic, isn't mm. it? That's a good observation. Yes, I'm good at this. <laughs> uh, what he's done... <laughs> I did English lit, mm. Nick. <laughs> he's turned uh, the banister of the staircase, this fateful banister upon which so much of this fight hinges, mm. uh, into morning glories. Now, what are Morning Glories? Like a sort of weird vine. A weird morning vine. Glory is, of course, the name of the orphanage that Kazuma Kiryu oh. opens after Yakuza 1 to raise his adopted daughter, Haruka Sawamura, and also the other orphans he accumulates who are far less important. Liam, can we rename our analysis of this part from JoJo's World Part 5 to JoJo's World, it's definitely not a Yakuza podcast. <laughs> because I feel like every single episode... Well, what we would probably rename is probably... Uh, we'd probably go from JoJo's World, a podcast for nerds. Never yeah. forget that's our that's subtitle. True. That's true. That's true. JoJo's World, technically not a Yakuza podcast. <laughs> or we just turn it into JoJo's World Kawami. Definitely Ooh. not a... Ooh, yeah, see? It's tasty now. JoJo's World, the song of life. So, um... <laughs> So you've got these morning glories yep. that start hanging down. Yeah, they're with... a hanging plant. Yep. And because they are Tricky. hanging, there is more sun. And Black Sabbath is hit by that more sun. And he starts to like do, do a big it? boss fight death sequence. I don't know if we'd call it a big boss fight He's like death flailing sequence. around and steam is coming off him. And he's like, I'm melting. Yeah. He's sort of like... Um... Wicked Witching the West. Yeah. Very much so. Except with a lot more like call it when like an entire body flails to and fro um, i think that's probably pretty uh pretty descriptive but like there's got to be a word for he's, your um, whole body he's like a it. half deflated tube man yes he's just like the car park guy the car park guy what the, where else do you hi see them? i'm the car park guy welcome to my car park <laughs> hi i'm car park guy i know i have two first names but trust me it's well worth it Here's my friend, question mark. Koichi is all, <laughs> he's got the bow and arrow. The bow and arrow. Giorno Giovanna, what are you up to? I still don't trust you. Well, like, nothing, Koichi. Giorno no, says the best line, actually. Oh? He says, it'll take too long to explain, but I don't know anything. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. <laughs> this is sort of like if someone was having a police interview or something, like, of a mobster. What do you think they'd say? It's like... Oh, where were you on that night? Oh, it's a bit long. I ain't long. saying nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's too long to explain, but I don't know anything. Giorno tight lips got stabbed by the arrow. <laughs> just, I am very much excited Good to see. Good energy in the room today. This is we're much back, better. baby. Sorry, you're very excited <laughs> to see. I'm very excited to see if, like, next episode... Because we know there's going to be a few new characters. We know there's going to be a next episode. Oh boy. There was a to be continued thing at the bottom. I think there's going to be a next step. Um, I want to know if there are like genuine, hilarious mobster names. Ah. Like, like Tight Lip Jono or like uh, Saggy. Leaky Eye Luca. <laughs> or Leaky Eye Luca. Yeah, more of that. Because that would be amazing. We'll see. Oh, that didn't sound <laughs> heartening. No. Do we? 
can we make up the funny names? Sure. If that's what you need. Liam, I need this. Um, this is what's getting me through the week. Is Koichi's, still, Koichi's still being like, I'm so suspicious of you, Giorno. You're a thief and a liar. And a little bit of a shithead, if I'm being honest with you. And Giorno's all, the lighter is lit because of me. And I couldn't have saved the old man. I feel bad. I believe what I did was right, but I feel dark and gross inside. Colour palette shift. Despite that, I, Giorno Giovanna, have a dream. And to achieve this dream, that old man had to die. Uh, actually, it's a golden dream, I'll have you know. Whatever. It's very important, Liam. It's an extremely important part of his you're, character. You're going to have to get used to Giorno Giovanna declaring, I, Giorno Giovanna, have a dream, then doing something incredibly ill-advised. <laughs> so I have a golden dream. Then why are you breaking into this car? Because I have a dream, Koichi, and it's to drive independently. 15-year-old taxi driver. <laughs> Shit, I didn't even think that through. <laughs> Koichi exposits about part four and being shot by arrows. True. He was shot by an arrow once in the knee. It's a 10-year-old meme at this point. And then it? he says that he met a similar stand, remote-controlled long-distance once before, and that if you hurt them, the remote-controlled long-distance stands, it doesn't hurt the user. Mm. Which we know is not the case from all... Most definitely. From, from Kira's very, very bad heavy hand day. <laughs> Where he's just like, oh, I'll take the check. Bam! Yeah. Assault. Uh, Giorno further exposits about his cunning scheme where he's like, we're going to lure it into a shadow that's surrounded by sun, then remove that shadow. And we get a fun graphic of a scooter (laughs) being like removed and then the scooter's shadow removes. Now, I have many questions regarding then we remove the shadow. How do you remove the shadow? Well, if Alan Wake has taught me anything, the lamp lady will take you down into a secret room where all the secret manuscripts are kept. Uh Uh, And in that room is lights from every angle, so nothing casts a shadow. Because the darkness is what the villains are moving in in that game. Was this the lady who lived in that power station? Yeah. Yeah. Good game. I mean, it was pretty alright. Very good game. I have mixed feelings. A real shame we'll never get Alan Wake 2. Yeah, no, I agree on that. I don't really count American Nightmare because... Because it's too out there. Well, it was kind of short. It was like a DLC more than anything. Mm. And also, it wasn't very good. (laughs) And it didn't really advance the plot at all. It was just Alan being stuck in the darkness and going through trials and tribulations. Ace Attorney 3. Anyway, um... (laughs) Where are we? Move the scooter, expose it to the light. No, okay, we can't leave... Okay, so... When you move the scooter, it still has a shadow. Yeah, but maybe they'll just explode the scooter or something then. Ah, that's actually not a bad idea. Or maybe they'll turn it into a bird and the bird will fly away. Speaking of which, Black Sabbath does a clever bird move. What? Oh, we also skipped over a bit where Jorno like, did some, some very scientific testing to determine it could only move in shadows, where he would touch it and it would lunge at him, but he would be outside the shadows so it would just walk away. And it'd be like, hey, you're... Oh, I guess there was nothing there. Mm. Yeah, well, very well then. I guess I'll just stay in the shadows. For- oh, there he is! Yeah. Oh, no, 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 you no. got away this time, Jorno, <laughs> but I'll get you. <laughs> he's just standing there like, I got my beak. He does look very stupid when he's not doing anything. Because mm-hmm. he's got that weird beak that makes him look like he's going, Yeah, just gotta wait. <laughs> just gotta wait it out and then we'll get there. Did- oh! No, no, all right, he's just waiting. Okay. <laughs> sure. They start running. They're like, let's get out of here and go somewhere where there's lots of light and we can hatch our scheme. A restaurant! And we see close up on Black Sabbath standing in the darkness, close up on crows flying overhead, and then it's gone. 
What? Whoa. Okay, so when this happened... Have you noticed that Jono is running around with the lighter this whole time and it's just fine? Yeah, he does seem a lot more nonchalant now yeah. with the lighter. In a minute, it gets slammed into the ground at some speed and it's mm. still fine. Now, given that he did at, like, the most slight movement... Or the slightest almost, exhale. Yeah, that it almost went away. It doesn't really matter anymore. <laughs> no. It's just a light. It's fine. Although now we know. Now we know. Now, the, now we know. <laughs> the lighter is more or less just... False. Light is a trap. Yeah, the light is just a fucking trap. Or it's a two-way test because either you'll prove that you are trustworthy and like they can just put you to grunt work, Mm -hmm. or you'll become a powerful stand user, or you die. True, but in that case, who gives a shit? Yeah, from from their perspective. Yeah, the police maybe, but 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 the police aren't very good at solving stand crimes, as we know from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part Four. Diamond is unbreakable. But surely you'd think that. After this many lighter-related murders... No, Pulpo has the perfect alibi. He's in prison. And no, he no, was no. the whole time. But these lighters must all be made by someone, right? Unless he, like, sends Bruno to go get it. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, stand users attract other stand users, so they know where they all are at all times. Makes sense. Don't think that's quite how that works, but okay. I want it to be. <laughs> uh, Jorno runs through a shadow, very inadvisable, on his way out. He gets oh. grabbed by the legs, uh, slammed to the ground... Uh, he tries to do some muda 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 kicks with gold experience, which is a cool move. Pretty sure that got incorporated into his move set in uh, the fighting games, hey. but uh, doesn't work. Black Sabbath too fast. Too fast. Too I th- fast. I thought he was just like, no, I'll take. Oh no, oh, he's he, too fast he, because he's faster and stronger when he's in the shadows. Oh, yeah, like like me. Nick. Koichi saves the day. <gasps> Three no freeze. Fucking shit, he does. <laughs> I made his hands heavier. He shouldn't be able to lift a finger, but he's still got a grip around your ankles. Very unusual, very strong, very determined. Liam, why are you giving Koichi this intolerable voice? Because I don't give a shit. What? No, give a shit about Koichi. He's the one thing pulling me through. Koichi's all, Jono's legs are gonna break. I gotta undo three frees to save him. No. Here I go. Oh, okay. (laughs) You don't do this. Because he's right where I want him. Look, look at that tree, Koichi. And there's a tree over there. The very same tree that he ran through the shadows of to get got. <laughs> to get got? Yeah. Are you sure you know what that means? Yeah. Okay, let me rephrase. <laughs> the very same tree that he ran through the shadows of to get backers. There you go. So, um... Oh, man. So, he's all like, check out that tree. And then a branch falls off yeah, the tree. I do like that. There's like a sudden snapping sound. And for a moment we're like, did Jorno's ankles just shatter like so many old tree branches? No, twas merely an old tree branch. Which shattered like so many Jorno's ankles. Okay, yeah, so yes, Jorno exposits that he's used God experience to fill this tree with life so that it lives out its natural life cycle at a very accelerated rate. Sure, I guess that's how that works. Uh-huh. The tree, we see it grow taller, then wither and die. And then it just explodes. Into so many pieces <laughs> as well. Hundred, yeah, Koichi and Jorno are blinded by razor-sharp shards <laughs> of wood. It's like Jorno's just sitting there being like, mm, as all these splinters come into his back. But thankfully, all those splinters also go into... Oh, much like how jo- Jonathan Joestar yes. saved his love, Erina, from an exploding boiler by taking shards of... A boiler to his back. And assumedly, by taking shards of boiler for protecting Dio's head, question mark? No, I think that was over somewhere else at the time. Oh, okay. Well, protect him from splinters of fire. Sure. Yeah. Oh, when the boat explodes. Yeah, in the boat. Ex- oh, well, yeah. More than an explosion, well, but yeah. Well, apparently they were in the coffin then. Sure. 
Sure, let's let's say that. Yeah. The tree stops casting that shadow. The sunlight is there. Black Sabbath heats up. Ooh. Yes. This, this is me doing a, a flamey uh, gesture while ghost sure. sounding. Um, oh, yes. Uh, Jorno has like his victory moment where he's all like, you said there were only two parts, but for you, there's only one. Hey, Koichi, move to the right a little. I'm trying to do something right now. <laughs> it's just like, if this was like some guy about to be murdered, it's like, cha-chink. All right, punk. You got two options. You either hey, can you just move to the left slightly? Just don't, no, don't stand there. Stand there. It's like, you, do you mean here? No, no. Look, just just, just let me move you. <laughs> okay, now just stay there. What? Stay here. You, know, just, you ruined just, it. Just stop it. Okay, just stop. I'm trying to kill you, and you just keep moving. He takes a moment to like frame the shot, and then he <laughs> just unloads on him. He wins. Uh, bask like, in the sunlight. He says. And then uh, the basking turns into him disintegrating into nothingness. Yep. We think he's dead, but Koichi later tells us that... The stand can't be dead. Dismiss the stand, essentially. Yeah. Uh, Now the sun is down. The lighter is still lit. Giorno is like, will I still join the gang now that I've murdered Polpo? Koichi says that thing that I just said. (laughs) (laughs) In what order are these things happening, Liam? Any order I damn well want them to. I'm Liam S. Smith, one of your co-hosts. God, just instinctually I want to say, and I'm Nick Valentine, the other one of the co-hosts. Koichi's like, I gotta call Jotaro about this. And Jono's like, Foomp, on the um on the the dial not go thing. Yeah. The call cancel button. <laughs> I'm doing engineering. I should know what this thing is called, because it's like a switch, isn't it? Mm. Well, it's, it's the crate it's the cradle that the phone hangs up on to hang up. Yeah. But I should know it's like, oh yeah, he hits the switch. But no, it's the call not go button. <laughs> Liam's frustration is finally blown over into God fucking damn it. Basically, uh Jono's like can't let you make this call, Koichi, because it's not just Polpo, it's the whole organisation. I'll tell you all this, but don't you tell anyone. The organisation? Organisation 13? I don't know what that is. Ooh. For an alternate world where I do know what that is, listen to patreon.com slash Jojo's World. Kingdom Hearts, not three. It was just Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, time to-, to take the lighter back to the cell. It's 3pm the next day. Here's the lighter, Polpo. Wait, where's Polpo? He's gone somewhere? And why is that wall a weird crust colour? <laughs> and Popo is like, I got a special pizza. Well done, that. As he eats his way through. He sucks it up like so much spaghetti. And he's just like, hold oh, don't you love food? And then he just sucks it in. Your Jono. Giovanna. Giovanna, yes, yes. Let me just grab all this fruit. Uh, <laughs> yes. You see, my head goes blank when I eat. Too much. Too, but you see, when I eat, all the blood rushes to my stomach so that my digestive system can become erect. <laughs> thereby better, better, conserve, better consume the food. Yes, when it all goes down there and I'm in the correct position, it's a thoroughly enjoyable experience. But if it didn't go down there, I just roll all over the place, which is why I was in bed last time. He does what I think is a sinister mobster monologue where he talks about God and faith and about, again, he reiterates how how terrible it is to betray someone's Mm. trust. Mm. It is, yes. You see, when you betray someone's trust, it not only hurts their reputation, but puts them in a sticky situation. Oh. And then he talks about how, like, he talks about, like, decorum and, like, we will not fight and risk our lives over money or power or having our seats taken on the theatre or the bus. That's just foolishness. (laughs) 
Just this sounds a lot like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. No, just some guy being like, "We will not have our seats taken on the bus. We must fight back." But I will risk my life over being insulted, and I believe. And like he goes grey, like and darkness, and I believe God forgives even murder. Don't you forget that, Giorno Giovanna. Bright, shiny lights around him. All this to say, welcome to the organization. Have this badge, you little shit. He flips the badge high into the air. It lands on that little, little, um... Item givey bit. Yeah, the little slot that they pass the lighter through. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, okay, let me just slowly reach in and grab this while you are taking a big swig of that wine and then just gold experience hand pops out. He reaches out and focuses on the mini bar. Ooh, but to what end? We hear the gold experience changey thing noise. Hmm, but what could be happening, question mark? And then he, and... Uh, Tell me, question mark. Oh, he totally, he totally blanks uh, Popo. Popo's like, would you like some wine? To s- oh, you're already leaving. Hmm, I wonder if that young boy managed to become a stand user. He sort of monologues like, oh, it doesn't matter either way because we can still use an idiot like him and and uh, he'll never be the death of me, Polpo, the world's biggest mobster. <laughs> oh, God, I'm a funny one. I'm going to eat this banana now no, because that's I later. can. That's oh. later. He, he does notice that his mini fridge is open though. Mm. And he's like, oh, yes, my stomach is so erect. Um, <laughs> God, give me so much more stomach goods. Fun call from Koichi to Jotaro. Being like, I met jo- uh, Jono again. He's like, fine. What, what did you notice about him? Was he just like vampire? Oh, he's or? such a Joe star. Oh my God. The golden heart, the wind, the the blood in his dreams that carries his veins. Mm. Okay. So no news then. And like shoot up into the sky. Jono. Then like images of the other protagonists. Except Jonathan. Yeah, the living protagonists. Is Joseph still alive? Unclear. Hmm. It has only been, what, two years since part four? Mm. So he could still be alive. He was doing better at the time. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yep, yeah, so great. Jono's great. Not going to bother with him anymore. Time to go do some sightseeing. It's me, Koichi. I'm not in this show anymore. Woo! Wait, is this the last we ever That's see? That's a wrap on Koichi. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, well. Had he a, had a good run. He had a pretty good run. He has passport and luggage stolen mm-hmm. and sold off. He's come a long way from being shot in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. I was so young back then. So eager to I get was not re- shot. Really, really, if you think about it, compared to my former self, I was just an egg waiting to hatch. And now... And that egg was pretty, pretty okay. okay. But now he's blossomed. Like a hatched egg. And now, just a mere five years or so until I'll develop that weird round face from the Rowan Kashime OVA. Oh, man. God, I love Koichi so much. Brief interjection with um, Bruno being like, yes. let's go, Giorno. And then they're walking and Giorno is having a, a silent, moody monologue being like, Polpo revealed everything I needed to know about him when he talked about trust because he insulted the... The, the man's life that he murdered. And mm. I can't let that insult stand. Cut to the prison. Popo was like, I guess I'll just eat a delicious banana. Let me just unpeel it. Ah, uh, yep. There's the typical click noise that a banana makes when you cock it. Best I dig in then. Let me just raise this into my mouth and hold it there as I do when I eat a banana. And let me bite into it as is necessary to consume a... And then we see the banana... Morph. Morph into a gun. <laughs> He's like, 
Okay, let me just pull the trigger on this <laughs> delicious banana. <laughs> <laughs> and he blows his brains out all over his cell. And Jono's all like, even That's God what... forgives murder. Huh? Huh? Uh, get it? I'm Jono Giovanna. I just murdered my boss. Cool. Let's keep moving. And then we see Popo's dead body and we see the shattered shaft of the arrow on the floor of his cell. If, if, <laughs> okay, hang on. If you were like eating a really, or like you had a really enticing meal in front of you and it turned into a gun, would you then go, well, I mean, I, I, I reckon it still tastes good. I'm well, gonna... am I in a today vibe or a last week's episode vibe? I mean, either or, really. <laughs> Like, if it's like, man, you know what? This pie is oh, yes. really good. I'll just pull this trigger and then all the delicious custard will shoot down <laughs> <Exactly>. my throat. <laughs> just the, like, mental thought that would have to go into, huh, well, I did really I feel mean, like that banana. Gold experience can basically do whatever Jono wants it to. He probably rigged that, that peel <laughs> to, to pull the trigger. Man, that banana peel, it was loaded before the game even begun. Turns out the game was rigged. And then I just shoot you, and then you wake up, and you're all like, "What? New Vegas? Where's that?" Ah, oh, right, uh, I'm with you, Matthew Perry. Yeah, exactly. I still need to play that game all the way through. Yeah, they're gonna remake it. They remade Skyrim a billion times. Give me a HD New Vegas. Yeah, I mean, I'm not disagreeing in any way. It's just a sad, sad. Or thing port it all into Fallout 76. <laughs> hey, you guys wanted single player content, right? Just have New Vegas. It's like, oh, wow. But don't play it for too long or you'll get banned. Oh, God. You know that dude was in hospital. No, I didn't know that. I, actually, I think you may have told me that last time we talked about him. Yeah. He was in hospital and they were like, well, you're clearly a hacker. And I was like, no, I'm in hospital. You're clearly the hacker as voiced by Christopher Lloyd on Cyberchase. Ooh, good ref. Was that Christopher Lloyd? Yeah. Wow. Also notable for voicing uh, a weird robot man in Food Fight. Mm. Anyway, um, jo- uh, Bruno's... Jono's just murdered a man. Yep, Bruno's all, I'll introduce you to my team. And then we see shots of in the cafe just hanging out. The, the, the lads from the OP. <gasps> all of them? Yeah. Except for the lady. Who are they, Nick? Uh, what, okay, all right. They're, they're all named after Italian food. I don't need names. I just want you to tell me who you saw. Oh, uh, we've got Androgynous Kid. Who may or may not be a male or female, but I don't know yet for sure. Yep. One of the two. I assume it's a male. I don't know, but I it don't care. It is Jojo's have. Bizarre Adventure. Yep. You're goddamn right it is. The Valentine test is in full effect this week. <laughs> uh, we've got Green Hair Man, who has long, flowing green hair. I think you mean orange hair and green clothes. Either or. <laughs> At any moment, a colour palette could <laughs> switch that around. That's true. Uh, we have... Sailor Boy, who's not Sailor Boy. Um, we have Blue Clothes Boy, who I assume is a sailor because he looks like a Blue? sailor. Do you mean Floopy Hat Guy, as you were calling yes, him previously? Yes, Floopy Hat Guy. We have Floopy Hat Guy, mm-hmm. who's wearing blue clothes and he's all like, hmm. Yep. And we have Other Guy of various descriptors. The one who's dressed like he's on his way to a bondage ball. Shit, what? Which one is that? I mean, kind of all of them, to be honest. But... Yeah, basically all of them. <laughs> uh, they're hanging out. To be continued. Oh. But before we talk about them some more, mm-hmm. Nick, what do you think is going to happen next time? No, hang on. That's not what we're doing. <laughs> Nick, what were your highlights and lowlights for this episode? Uh, my highlight probably has to be the crows. Because when that happened, I was like, we've already seen them before. Oh, shit, the crows. Have we? Yeah, they, they were like shots of them before that moment. Were they? Yeah. They were like above as like ominous looming crows being all like, yeah, 
because they're yeah, like yeah, we're sim- crows. Yeah, they're like symbolic for like bad times. Yeah, happening. we're an omen. Yeah, exactly. But now it's like the omen is real. Ah, and really shitty for John Giovanna. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, fucking love that. Love that little twist where it's like, yeah, bet you didn't see that one fucking coming because I didn't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Your highlight? My highlight was probably um, the button on the Koichi subplot because it's just it's. Obviously, that exists to 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 link in this with the wider world of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, mm. and like and and give him that t- typical JoJo acknowledgement of being like, who's part of the family, mm. um, and it's just nice to wrap it up in in that neat positive way and have him off to go uh, sightseeing. Yes, mm. although he never got his luggage back. He got his passport. That's all that matters. <laughs> I mean, his luggage would probably have his wallet in it. Jojo right? is wiring him money. Oh yeah, true. He is. It's all expenses paid. Yeah. Time to go see that mother trucking leaning tower, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Koichi puts three freeze on it and it collapses. <laughs> low lights. Uh, my low light has to be, okay, it's time to meet the gang. To be continued. To be continued. Oh, I'm a fucking idiot. Obviously my highlight is uh, shooting yourself in the face with a banana. <laughs> now, I'm concerned why this is your highlight. It's so good. It's so stupid. I, I mean, love yeah, it. yeah, it's amazing. Classic JoJo's Bizarre Adventure fair. I do love that even after cocking it, he's like, Huh? Oh, so I just shoot myself? <laughs> is, that, is that? Oh, okay. Also, do we ever learn why he's such a big man? No. He's just a big One Piece character, as I said. Okay. All right. I just thought there'd be any explanation. No. Yeah, as we talked about last week, I suppose it's just a reflection of his indolent lifestyle in that jail cell, eating huge pizzas. I guess. But we've never met anyone else. Like, the closest we've met to people being like that have been various, like, vampires or um, or zombie body mod, like Snake Man. Remember Doobie the Snake Man? The man who was full of snakes? (laughs) Yeah, but he was also not human, so... Mm, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. This guy, definitely human. Unless he isn't human. Ooh. What if he's an alien? Ooh. From space. That's a good point. He could just be an alien. They might exist. <laughs> like zombies, vampires, and weird pillar men. Oh, we know they exist. Yeah, they're real. And ghosts. And ghosts, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This part's weird supernatural phenomena. Big, big guy. <laughs> giant. <laughs> just giant fat dudes. Low lights. Um, well, I've already said my low light. What was your low light again? Uh, the end of the episode. Oh, yes. Because it was like, look at all these people that you have to wait a week to oh, meet. Yeah. My low light was probably... Making your way downtown. My low light was all that all that lighter being so durable now. <laughs> Where before it was so fragile. So fragile. So, he so... couldn't even take a picture of those boys doing that human pyramid. Oh, he needed to keep it lit. But now he could run around and get into fights. Hmm. But perhaps that's uh, a symbolic gesture. So, Nick. Yes. Giorno Giovanna has joined the gang. Which now has no leader? Yeah. Well, it has no capo. Uh, Remember, the end goal was to get to the unknown boss. Mm. Where did the capo fit in again? Under like, the underboss. Under the underboss. Okay. The under underboss. The, the, un- the under underboss is the capo. Yeah. Yeah. And there are multiple capos. There are multiple capos. Okay. So, Giorno has joined the gang. Immediately murdered the person who gave him approval to join. Yep, killed his boss. Yep. yep. Uh, but of course, that is a stepping stone to a greater cause. Uh, along with in his conspiracy with Bruno Bucciarati. Mm-hmm. Uh, now to help the kids not get access to drugs yep. from the bad mobsters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. 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 <laughs> now he's going to go meet the OP lads. The OP lads. The lads oh, we've seen in the OP. In the OP. Oh. Is this the entire episode? Just meeting the OP lads. Well, Nick. 
what I have to ask you is, what is going to happen next time on JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 5 Vento Oreo in the episode entitled Find Polpo's Fortune? Excuse me? Find Polpo's Fortune. Well, that's taken a turn that I wasn't quite expecting. Okay, so, okay, Polpo's dead though. So, the legend of Curly's gold. <laughs> okay, in theory, his fortune could be in that jail. He had a lot of shit in there. He did have a lot of shit in there. Oh, so now they all have to get themselves arrested. And now <laughs> it's like, an, it's Oz, but JoJo's. Yes, I guess. Uh, okay. JoJo is the new black. Um, no, um. So, okay. Hot pink is the new black. <laughs> so, okay, Polpo's dead, but Polpo's fortune is a thing. Maybe, maybe this will be like a thing of, they have to go talk oh, yeah. to, maybe they have to go talk to Polpo, realize he's dead. It's like, you reckon the police even know? It's like, well, they probably do know. He is in a prison after yeah. all. So we have to find his fortune before the police find it. Ah. Because if they find it, then the, the fortune's theirs. And then it becomes like race to find the fortune between like the noble criminals and like the... The seedy underworld the, um, of real life No, police. like the, um, the like technically on the, on the, on the side of like order but corrupt as all hell and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and chaotic brutal good. cops yeah it's chaotic good versus lawful i think it's lawful evil, evil. okay i think the, the mobsters are the chaotic good though no the mob yeah actually they would be yeah yeah that's a good point <laughs> so yeah they are uh, they're gonna be all like we need to find that fortune but how do we find it? it's like don't worry lads i have a stand i have a dream oh it's a golden dream Liam. you can't get rid of the golden i think they do what no no we can't have this so, um, so that's gonna, that's what's gonna happen? Yeah, so I reckon those four, it'll be a nice little, like, we need to hurry the hell up, but how do we get there? Don't worry, boys, I have a stand power. Steal that taxi with ah. my weird bug men. <laughs> or some shit like that. Sure. Uh, or like, we need to figure out where the police are. Don't worry, I have a plane stand. So I can see everything. So as a broader question. Yep. Now that Jorno is in the gang. With no capo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's, what's next for him and Bruno in terms of tracking down the boss? Well, uh, I suspect they'll need to... And, and or does it link in with the Polpo's fortune subplot? Mm. I suspect the other capos are going to be all like, we want that fortune. Ah. Doesn't matter to us where the fortune comes from. We want that fortune. We're big earners. You know, it's sort of like, um... Yakuza. Yeah, it's a bit like it's Yakuza. It's like the missing 10 billion yen that tears the Tojo clan apart. Precisely. So, yeah, they might just be like, we want that money. We're going to fight you for that money. And then they come across the money and like maybe another gang is already there. Oh, yeah. Remember at the climax of Yakuza 4? No. Okay. Is, which one is that? That's the fourth one. I got that, yeah. That's the one where uh, after three games of being lured to the top of Millennium Tower to fight bosses at the end, yeah. all, the all the protagonists are like, okay, we got all the money back and we're not entirely sure who our enemies are right now. Let's just put it all in a big pile on the top of Millennium Tower and see who comes to fight us for it <laughs> and then beat them up. What happens to the money? When all the people show up, the good guys fly, fly a helicopter low over the tower so all the money is dispersed. Oh, you idiots. Thereby denying them of the very money that they wanted. Oh, those good guys are the worst. So it's a big helipad, and the only thing in it is like this big pyramid of money in the middle, but somehow people keep sneaking up on each other around it. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
inside. Bet you didn't see me behind that big H. Well, someone will walk up to ins- to inspect the money. Yeah. And then someone will like suddenly round the pile of yeah. money to be like, ah, so you're here too. Of course. Is it like in that dramatic way Even where it's like, it's... dunk, 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 ah, here yeah. he is. Even though it's just a big empty rooftop with, I'm pretty sure, only one entrance. Yeah. Okay. Um, they had to climb the tower, didn't they? So. Uh, yeah, so, okay. So all the other capos, much like the Yakuza clans, uh, they, dudes, they're all self-interested. They're all self-interested. So they might be like, Popo's dead. We want his fortune. But this gang has the stand powers. Ah. So maybe none of the other gangs have stand powers. Oh, that'd be interesting. This is my thought process, is that none of the other ones have stand powers. And this is just like... When you say other gangs, do you mean other families within, um, or other groups within Passione, or or other Ooh. crime families? Oh, that's a good question. Other uh, crime organisations. That's a genuinely good question that I did not think through. Uh, I reckon none of the other families will have uh, stand powers. Maybe the people within Passione will. Ah, okay. Because, you know, if Polpo's got the arrow, who else has the arrow that apparently there is only one of, mm. but there's now multiple of them. Well, as I said last week, we know there've been multiple since yeah. part four when yeah. there were two. But it's still like, how many can there be? Who knows? All right, that seems pretty comprehensive. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. Okay. This has been JoJo's World, our JoJo's Bizarre Adventure recap and discussion podcast. JoJo's World, a podcast for nerds. Definitely not a Yakuza podcast. I've been Liam S. Smith, one of your co-hosts. I've been Nick Valentine, the other one of the co-hosts. Rate and review us on any service you listen us to. It really helps us the show. If you want to follow us, you can see us at, at JoJo's Podcast on Twitter. And Instagram. And Instagram. What? We're on it. Oh yeah, we are on Instagram. We're also on YouTube. We auto-publish to that, so I don't really look at it. But if you want to listen to us there, you can. We have a Patreon. Keep the best JoJo character names coming. Got a lot of good suggestions, but keep them coming Ooh. for the March Madness. Yeah, we haven't got a poll happening. Because... We haven't. Nick and I haven't yeah. really talked about the structure of it properly yet, but I think, and I don't want to put hard limits on best, so if someone is best to you, keep it coming. Uh-huh. But I think significant factors should be style, mm-hmm. efficacy. Mm-hmm. Um, Would you say grace? General affection and also ability to play basketball. I am 100% down with this. <laughs> yes. So look forward to that, patrons. And until next time, to, to be, be continued. continued.